0: You remember last week, recorded a bomb-ass podcast, everything went well, no lulls in it, everything went perfect, right?
1: Oh, please don't tell me you lost it.
0: (laughs) Okay, it's not that I lost it, it's that I never had it to begin with.
1: Fucking... God <laughs> fucking.
0: I've legit- so, legitimately been waiting to tell you over Skype so it could be our cold open for this podcast. I'm
1: upset.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, I'm not going to say it was the best, but we had some quality stuff. Uh huh. Creating the Patreon was a little bit. Which, by the way, we are gonna have to redo parts of the Patreon, because for some reason it also didn't save the Patreon.
1: Can we do anything right? (laughs) Welcome to the first episode of this.
0: Well, welcome to the first ever, ever never-been-recorded-before-ever-in-existence episode of a whole load of pure BS. I am the S, I am Scotty Moore.
1: I'm the B, I'm Blake Tanner.
0: And we are welcoming you to this exercise in futility.
1: We really should introduce ourselves in the reverse order, because introducing the BS as SB just feels wrong.
0: It's fine. It'll be fine. So, um so you've almost died multiple times this week through Pokemon Go.
1: Yep. Uh <laughs> fell off a bridge. Uh <laughs> almost got run over by a train. Uh these dudes stabbed me sixteen times when I walked into an alley.
0: Man, do you like to joke? That shit's happened. Like Yeah. Doing research for the podcast, I have found like
1: there are several a news new stories.
0: Incident, uh, a Pokemon player in Wyoming found a dead body mm-hmm. in Missouri. This one's the one that's messed up. The one that, like, oh, I found a dead body. That's kind of funny.
1: The but one where they're getting robbed?
0: Yeah, the one where, like, oh, cool, I'm going out to this area, and then they're getting robbed.
1: Yeah, these dudes set up, like, they set up right outside of a gym. So people would go there, and they try to... uh
0: I thought you meant a like a gold's gym for a minute, because, until I remembered Pokemon exists.
1: Yes, yeah, they tried to get their uh, Pocus wool on, and they would just rob people. They take all their shit because they knew <laughs> they'd be coming to that location because it's a gym. You don't not go to gyms in Pokemon.
0: That's pretty damn smart, mm-hmm. not in a good way, but still, no, but it's smart. Like it's crafty, man. That's what sucks about it is it's this fact of. It's like, oh, that's such a great idea, and I love that concept. However, it's one of those things that, like, if you stay in your phone, you're like, okay, yeah, I understand. I'm just going to this area, and there's a gym there. Then you look up, and you're like in a crack den, and you're like, now I understand how oh, things no. might go wrong with this app. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, I've been geocaching before. Yeah. And it's been fun. But it was never as fun as playing Pokemon Go.
0: It's because you could play real ass Pokemon.
1: Yeah, real ass fucking Pokemon, and I could stick them wherever I want. Do I want a Pokemon? I'm sorry. Uh,
0: Where are you you putting that Rattata, (laughs) Blake?
1: I'm putting it into Professor Willow's grinder so he can make (laughs) a bunch of candy. I need that. I need that Rattata candy, man. I need it.
0: Just murdering animals one by one just to get you a little bit more candy. Yep.
1: Now, I, have le- I did legit almost die today, and what? I wasn't even playing Pokemon Go. Go on. Um, I was just walking back to my car from work as per usual because there's no free parking near my office, so I have to walk a mile to and from my office every day. And as I'm just crossing, like, the last crosswalk before I get to my car, uh, I just go on autopilot, and I'm like, okay, there's nobody coming, everything's fine, I'm walking across the street. And then as I get halfway across the street, I feel the rush of a car going full speed behind me. What? Because I was walking across the street on a green light. As you do. My mind didn't process that the walk sign was the hand, and it was telling me, don't walk or you'll die.
0: <laughs> That's what living in Birmingham does to you.
1: <sighs> I mean, Birmingham is nothing but jaywalking, so you gotta learn how to jaywalk. That was jaywalk the weird part go.
0: of moving back, because like, I would just start jaywalking to places in Aniston, and they'd be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, just getting to my place.
1: It's easy to jaywalk in Birmingham. Yeah, a lot easier than, than most other places. You know what? Those crosswalks that I hated so much because they would never uh, change. They never change unless you press the the button. Yeah. They finally put those on timers.
0: Yeah. And I've
1: never been so relieved because no one would ever press the goddamn button <laughs> to get the light to change. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, p- of all of my favorite little quirks you have, my favorite is still you just like raging out at somebody over a crosswalk of all things. I'm like, dude, you've been
1: sitting here since I've been walking up the street and you haven't thought to press the
0: goddamn button. <laughs> uh, Angry Blake is my favorite, Blake, because it, like, a legitimate Angry Blake rarely comes out, but when it does, it's beautiful. Like that chick at work brings out uh, Angry Blake, and that's why she's not my least favorite person from how you've described her. Uh, I'll talk... Oh, God.
1: I don't want to talk about that on the podcast because this person in particular... Do it! I mean, like,
0: if she stalks you enough, she'll listen to this podcast, she'll hear what you say about her, and then the next day at work, all you'll have to endure is a lot of awkward silences.
1: That's the worst part, Scott. I would rather... throw myself off the top of that building than have to endure another awkward silence with her because that's all that talking with her is. (laughs) Neither of us are socially competent enough
0: (laughs) to actually leave a conversation. In your case, I don't think it's social incompetence. I think it's just hatred. I think it's pure like, I don't want to be around this person right now. And she doesn't understand it. The worst thing is, like, I don't hate her, but I
1: hate what she does to me. I hate what she represents. The death of
0: America. Uh, I just...
1: Stop coming to my desk and not having anything to talk about.
0: Oh, is she one of those? The ones who will, like, just come up to your desk and be like, hey, what's up? And yeah. Th- nothing after that?
1: And then she'll sit there. <laughs>
0: So she has the human there. version of a text conversation. Yeah. And every text is just like, hey, what's up? Not much. You? Not much. You? Cool. All right. Yep.
1: And I I do what you do when you don't want to talk to somebody. I don't make eye contact.
0: I'm so happy it, I've taught you this. I,
1: I learned it from... Uh,
0: I learned it by watching you. I learned it by watching you. If you didn't want me to do it, you shouldn't have done it to me. (laughs) Look, I don't treat you bad in that way. (laughs) I just happen to push you towards things I want to actively avoid. Uh. Because I'm like, if I could give that thing I want to avoid... My favorite was still the guy trying to sell CDs in the mall. Fucker, didn't even... (laughs) So, okay, uh, for our listeners, we're walking through the uh, world-famous Quintard Mall in Oxford, Alabama, (laughs) and uh, there are people set up in the little kiosks, and, of course, there's a guy trying to sell CDs. And I look at him, he looks back at me, and I knew, hell no. He wasn't
1: selling CDs. He was giving away free CDs and asking for a donation.
0: But I didn't want to deal with either of those. Didn't Mm -hmm. want a free CD... Didn't want to donate anything. So in the, like, let me put it this way. I'm the most socially awkward human being when it comes to talking to girls. When it comes to avoiding things I don't want to be a part of, I turn into James Bond because I grab Blake, just kind of smoothly push. It all, it literally looked like I just shoved you directly in this man's face and bolted out. And then about two minutes later, you walk up to me. Holding a CD. A
1: CD in hand. He, the, dude, the dude would keep... He was pressing that CD on me and asking for money, and I was like, I don't have any money, man. And he's like, okay, just take the CD and enjoy the music. And You
0: looked so I don't defeated want... walking up with it, too.
1: I threw it in a fucking potted plant at the moment. <laughs> I didn't even take that thing out of the mall with me. Yeah. We walked past I that dude's table as we were leaving.
0: I'm again and you being like, "Look, you have to walk beside me to where he does not see the fact that I do not have this CD anymore."
1: Cuz I don't want to carry a fucking CD around the mall. It was 20 fucking 14 or something.
0: Did I ever tell you about um the time I honestly think I was almost mugged in Aniston by a guy trying to listen to a CD?
1: Oh, you mean every other trip to Aniston?
0: Yeah. Well, no, okay. no, it was terrifying because, like, I'm sitting in a car and uh, he comes up, knocks on the door. And he's just like, hey, man, I just want to let you know, like, I'm a musician and someone mixed these tracks for me and I really need to listen to it. But I don't have a CD player, which honestly at that point should have set off a million red alerts of why don't you have a CD player if you're a musician? I don't understand this. So he gives me the CD. We put it in, and the doors are unlocked because we're sitting like she just got back in from getting gum or something. He goes to my back door, starts to open it, and with the speed of a ninja, I locked my door and was like, no, you are not getting in my car right now, sir. I am (laughs) uncomfortable in this.
1: Sir, I do not ask. consent to any searches.
0: That was that was my problem. Was he didn't ask? If he was just like, mind if I chill, I probably would have still said no." But I was still like, "You didn't even ask."
1: No, he was he I, was hit. he was jumping for it, man. I'm
0: nervous.
1: Did you did you immediately peel out? And as you were peeling out, you tossed the CD out the back.
0: We did toss the CD out, Adam. We did not keep the CD. Oh. Which upsets me because like. I could play it in, like, a scenes-to-a-murder thing later.
1: Did you... How much of the CD did you actually listen to?
0: Not much, because it was literally, like, put CD in, he opens door, and then the order oh. happened of we're about to die.
1: Oh. I would have loved if... Like, I would have just loved to hear that. <laughs> like,
0: QQ! <laughs> oh, even if the CD... W- oh, dude, what if it was, like, a burned disc of just, like, normal music? Oh, God. In the minute... It, <laughs> oh, God. What if he was, like... I doubt he would be clever, but wouldn't you love it if he was... And played, like... N.W.A., like... Some severe, like, you're about to get mugged music...
1: Oh, damn. Was on he could, there. He could play, uh, Regulators. <laughs> by Nate Dogg and Warren G.
0: <laughs> We're like, oh, damn it. We're gonna die. He's playing Regulators. Regulators! You know, if he had given me a minute to listen to the type of music that he made, I, I'm i not saying I'm profiling, but I am saying if it came out like Regulators, I'd have been like, no, you cannot get in the back of my car. However, if the beat started up and all I heard was, a good vibrations! I'd be like, yeah, you can get in Marky Mark. Come on. I'll take you the Funky Bunch on. Come on.
1: I would love if somebody, like, did a hit, you know if they sampled from the Beach Boys and just started doing hip-hop remixes of
0: it. The hip-hop remix of the... Oh, it's like the... Um, I, I wish he was here to tell the story. Um, do you know the story about Josh and the Beach Boys?
1: I don't think so. Maybe.
0: Uh, I don't know. For, th- for those who do not know him listening, um, Josh is a good friend of ours and also a mutual arch-enemy. Uh. Um.
1: He's uh, he's one of the regulars uh, of my YouTube group, The Darkroom Vidya.
0: I've never equally loved and hated a person so much as I hate and love Josh at the same time.
1: I'm almost positive that he has the same feelings towards you.
0: I'm fine with it. Like, it's a fun... It's like, a, It's
1: a mutual relationship. Yeah,
0: it's the thing of, like, you and that chick at work. That's not a fun love-hate relationship. I think me and Josh have a fun love-and-hate relationship going on, at least in my case, as evident by the fact that one summer I spent the entire summer cyberbullying him on Twitter, but in person being the nicest human being possible to him.
1: Uh, I think that's how uh, Josh Syndrome came to be.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, because I remember coming back that summer to school... And he glared at me with the most hate. And then I came up and was like, hey, man, what's up? And then hugged him. And he was like, I thought you hated me. And I'm like, no, I love you. I just really like to be evil to you. That being said, one of my favorite stories Josh has ever told me is he goes, well, I was driving through downtown Birmingham and I pulled up to this car that was blasting hip hop. And I was listening to the Beach Boys, Wouldn't It Be Nice If We Were Older? And so in response to his music, I played the Beach Boys even louder. And as he looked over, I just started smiling my head and bobbing it back and forth. And for the listeners, Josh's face is the whitest, most Caucasian face alive. And he is the most Caucasian human being, so it. And he goes, yeah. The guy in the car just started cracking up, laughing. (laughs) Oh, yep. Yeah.
1: That remind. He's actually he's become adept at doing that. Uh, He once told this. Yeah, he once told this story in high school. Uh, He was biking up and down in his neighborhood where he lives in uh, bumfuck nowhere, Alabama. Well, that's
0: uh, like two roads away from you, ain't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, just a five-minute walk. (laughs) But uh, he was on his bike, and then there was this dude who was listening to some hardcore hip-hop, you know, like, jamming out in his car. And uh, they lived in the same neighborhood, they knew each other, apparently. And Josh pulls up beside him in his bike, he's probably like in middle school or early high school, I think. And he just starts bobbing his head and he bouncing his bicycle like it's got hydraulics in it. <laughs> <laughs> to the beat. Blah,
0: Oh, uh, My favorite uh, white person responding to someone calling them out story, however, is still my friend Marley. Because she, uh, she got hit on walking outside of the Walmart Which is weird, but I'm proud of her because she found a way to fight it. Because you can't really respond with anger, because they'll feed off of that. Instead, Marley walks out, and a guy just looks at her and goes, Hey, baby girl, how you doing? And she just goes, Well, very fine, thank you, sir. And he goes, What you doing tonight? And she goes, Well, I just bought season one of Parks and Recreation, so I figure I'll I'll be heading knee deep in that tonight. He goes, oh, what you doing later, though? <laughs> then, deadpan. She is perfect at deadpan. She just goes, well, parks and recreation's pretty long, so I'll probably still be doing that later tonight. <laughs> like,
1: Marley. Oh, uh, uh. I mean, to be fair, it's hard not to look at Leslie Note for long times. <laughs> uh.
0: Or Chris Pratt.
1: God, he is so
0: majestic. <laughs> uh Is that bad? Like for the past week I'm like, who could we get on the podcast that would be cool? And then like Yeah, Chris Pratt. He seems he, he seems like an easy get. Yeah.
1: I don't I mean he's not doing much uh right now, you know? Uh,
0: yeah, now that
1: up uh, Now that Parks and Rec is over, he's just kind of Yeah, we can, you know.
0: Chris Pratt um I want to get Danny Sexbang on the podcast. Actually, I just want to get Danny Sexbang on me. All over you? Yes. <laughs> How about, uh, so we get three wishes, and we have to get enough viewers to make one of our wishes come true. Because we have to make them love us that much. My wishes are Danny Sexbang. Uh. 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 Who, what's one of yours?
1: Uh, Austin Creed. From up, up, down, A now. son
0: of a bit! Then mine's Xavier Woods. Screw you. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think that's the number one on our list is Xavier Woods. If anyone mm-hmm. out there knows Xavier Woods and can get us get him on this mm-hmm. dumb podcast, get him on here.
1: We would love that. Yeah. We'd, We'd need love you.
0: We'd love uh, Xavier Woods. We'd love uh, Danny Sexbang. I'd love Danny Sexbang. Mm hmm. And then I guess our friends, maybe.
1: Yeah, you know, you know some of them are more interesting. We really should get Josh on here.
0: Josh would be good on here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially if it was Josh as our... Here's the weird thing about... Uh, like Blake said earlier, Josh has this thing called Josh, Syn- Josh Syndrome where when you're around Josh, Josh is literally the greatest human being you will ever meet in your life. I have never once, in the middle of hanging out with Josh, been like, I hate this human being. The second... He leaves that room, however, I will immediately be like, that is the biggest asshole in the world,
1: and I hate him.
0: Then he immediately walks back in, and I'm like, I love him more than anything in this world.
1: And it's the strangest phenomenon. Yeah. The Josh
0: phenomenon
1: will go on longer than the Bermuda Triangle, (laughs) longer than uh, Area 51. We will know what happened at Roswell before we figure out Josh Syndrome. Roswell. He
0: Uh, is a mythical creature.
1: How did we? How did we get on this subject from uh, Pokemon Go? Well,
0: clearly, um, Josh is Is
1: a Pokemon.
0: Now, Josh is what Missing No. actually is.
1: Ah, he's the Missing No.
0: He was the Missing No. all along. No one knew it, but Josh. We're talking to you, my friend. You've messed up our games for the last time. And we're coming to catch you.
1: Got to catch them all.
0: Got to catch them all, and I hope our viewers are catching that BS fever. And if you are, you can head over to patreon.com slash aloadofbs. That is A-L-O-A-D of BS. If you need me to spell BS, I apologize. Uh, Just 50 cents of your money comes to us monthly, and helps support this beautiful podcast, because Blake, I mean, I see a lot of people on Patreon, and they, uh, they, give, they give rewards, they give incentives, obviously we're going to be giving incentives mm-hmm. out as well.
1: But We've been talking about some incentives, some possible incentive ideas, and I think we got some real good stuff.
0: Well, here's my problem. Firstly, you lying asshole, we haven't talked about shit.
1: <laughs> Look, we talked about that one, and it's the best. And then there are all of those that we talked about
0: on the first podcast that no longer exists. Well, okay. Here's the thing. A lot of them give incentives, but the incentives aren't tangible. They're not something you can hold. And I am a materialistic man in a materialistic world. And I want to give our viewers things. I want every month, if you donate, uh, if we reach our goal, which is currently $250 a month. Not much. If we get enough viewers and they all give us 50 cents, it'll be easy as hell. 500 mm-hmm. viewers donating 50 dollars, fifty cents a month, it'd be great. Um, but if we reach that goal. Or, you know what? If we get 1,000 people donating 27 cents, Blakey Sanders is here and he's ready to take your money. We are will run this B.S. revolution straight to the top. We're riding it. We're just going straight to the top. We at the B.S. had a small loan from our fathers of a million dollars. And we're, we're using it to begin this podcast, but we need your help. Uh, For the first time and only time, Blakey Sanders and Scott Trump are <laughs> teaming up. But... In all honesty, we do appreciate your support if you want to give it monetarily. And one thing I want to start, Blake, is if you donate, after we reach our goal of 250, of course, if you donate $5 monthly, all you will receive a tiny, not a big one, but a tiny BS subscription package of in all honesty, stuff we just think is funny as hell. <laughs> Um, uh, should we reveal the Valentine's subscription box literally months before Valentine's Day comes out?
1: I really need, we need to hype this up as much as possible, because I've got a great video to show you after we <laughs> announce it.
0: Uh, okay, I'll put it in the, uh, links down below as well. Uh, we want to give you random things, obviously BS branded, so, um... And, of course, it will be themed to the month. So, like, for Christmas, we could send you, like, BS ornaments to hang on your tree. November uh, BS turkey basters. I don't know if you can get stuff <laughs> printed on turkey basters, but if you can, we're going to put a big BS on it and send it out to you. My personal favorite is one I had. It's It came to me in a dream, Blake. <laughs> few days mm-hmm. ago, I just thought to myself, what do you need on Valentine's Day? More than anything. As it descended
1: from the heavens
0: in a shiny Just light. Just of condoms. BS. Face printed condoms. No, the weird thing is I did Google, like, printed condoms, and all I wanted was, like, a wrapper with, like, our faces on them and then maybe the BS logo. <laughs> and. Which we don't have an official logo yet. If any talented-ass people listening to this right now would like to design us a logo, uh, tweet it to me at Scotty Moe or Blake at Blake A. Tanner, and we'll definitely look at them. That being said, um, turns out you can not only get print on the packaging of the condom, but there are also print that can go on the condom itself. (laughs) Oh... I don't know what, and all I'm saying, Blake, is wouldn't it be great for someone to unravel a condom over their, over, over their major general, and it just has either you or me standing at attention, and then the caption, let's drop a load of BS. Oh, BS.
1: We're giving that salute, the five knuckle shustle.
0: <laughs> Right there on your member. uh, Just know all of your money is going to go to supporting the podcast. We are not going to use it for dumb reasons. Okay, we're going to use it for dumb reasons, but it's dumb reasons to entertain you. Also,
1: Scotty, going back to our uh, condom gifts, uh, if you'll notice in the chat in Skype, I posted a video that you're going to need to see.
0: Okay. Because
1: if you sadly don't have a hot date on Valentine's Day... Then here's an alternative that you can do with our condoms, and you can see our smiling faces just as well.
0: okay, unfortunately, uh, we don't have any uh visuals that you can no. see, but what I'm seeing we will it's just uh, just just a man in a plaid shirt and a dream. oh my God. <laughs> uh Uh, this is straight up damn amazing it's just a man holding a condom out of the window and
1: a car window going at
0: speed yeah a car car window they're going at speed and i'll be damned if this is not the most impressive show of tensile strength i've ever seen
1: that thing inflates so much this condom grows to a hundred times its normal size.
0: That was, that was insane and I'm I I Whoever sends in video of them performing this with the first BS subscription box of Valentine's Day, uh will immediately get all the shout-outs. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh Blakey Tanner, it's time to play the feud.
1: That's that's
0: definitely not Family Feud It's definitely John Cena Uh, That being said uh, Ladies and gentlemen www.googlefeud.com is a website you can go to Uh, Following the General um, Theme of Family Feud The only difference is Basically it all works off Google's autocorrect So say you go in and type in Tom Middleston, Google will fill in The answers for you it is now Blake or Mai's job to figure out what's going to go in the autocorrect. So, Blakey Tanner, would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? I will go first. Okay. We could flip a coin. Now you uh, you have four categories: uh, culture, people, names, or questions. Uh, give me culture. Okay. How does Google Autocomplete this? Mrs. Ms. MS blank or dot.
1: Mrs. Smith.
0: Smith? Eh. Oh. Correct.
1: Mrs. President.
0: Okay. No, unfortunately.
1: Huh. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Uh.
0: Mrs. Airplane Pilot? Is that what you're being?
1: Yeah, Mrs. Airplane Pilot. No, uh, Mrs. I don't fucking know. Uh Mrs. Trump.
0: Mrs. Trump, as your final guess, show me Mrs. Trump. Oh my god! <laughs> you got it! Yes! For a thousand points, Mrs. Trump. You got another one, buddy.
1: Ooh, I get another one? Yeah. Oh. Mrs. Clinton.
0: <laughs> Isn't she Mrs. Clinton? What? She is Mrs. Clinton. Okay, hold on. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, Mrs. Clinton. Incorrect. Uh uh-huh. Uh, Mrs. Yes, Mrs. Clinton is Mrs. Clinton. Yeah, number one answer on the board was Doubtfire.
1: Oh, uh, that's a great movie.
0: Mrs. Fields, Mrs. Hoganson, I don't know what that one, Mrs. Maddox Cakes, and Mrs. Robinson.
1: Ah, uh, it is Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Let's take a look here. I'm going to go with names. Okay, Uh, mine, or the name that it gives me is Gregory.
0: Damn it. I'm um, saying, uh. Helms. <laughs> Damn it! I stood back. There was a hurricane coming through. Uh, Gregory. I keep getting wrestling names, because now I'm thinking Gregory Irons. Uh, no, uh, Gregory. Oh, I'm really bad. I think James Gregory is a name, but that's the exact opposite. Yep. Gregory Nelson? I don't think that's a real name, but go with it. Nelson? (laughs) Eh. I know everyone at home is screaming at me right now. Uh, Gregory... Wasn't there a James Bond named Gregory? Gregory...
1: I'm pretty sure James Bond was always named James Bond.
0: Yeah, I know (laughs) (laughs) that. oh Gregory, hmm. uh, screw it, Gregory Iron. Let's see what we get. Iron, nope. All right, well you are now ahead by a thousand. Uh, All right. Oh, here's your uh, here's your top scores. Okay. Gregory
1: Peck. Gregory Hines. Gregory Mi, I assume that means Gregory Michigan. Gregory kay. Porter. Okay. And Gregory Harrison, those were the top five.
0: What was the top, what was number one?
1: Gregory Peck.
0: Isn't he something? Ain't he a famous thing with people?
1: I don't know, let's look it up.
0: Let's take a look at who Gregory Peck is.
1: Gregory Peck was an American actor who was one of the most popular film stars of the 1940s. <laughs> oh, and he 19- was in To Kill a p-
0: Mockingbird. Yeah, he was Atticus Finch. Well, that being said... Do you want culture, people, names, or questions? Give me questions. (laughs) I like this one. Uh, Fill in the autocomplete, Blake Tanner. Why are cats... Blank. Evil. Evil. Eh, Unfortunately, cats are not evil in the eyes of Google.
1: Aw. Why are cats...
0: Mean. Whoa! You actually got two. So mean and also mean. So that earned you 6,000 points, good sir. All right. Uh, why are cats. dicks? <laughs> I don't think it'll do profanity, so I won't give you that one. Ah, uh, um. Why are
1: cats. hmm. I only get one more, right? No, you actually up two,
0: cause you got me, and I didn't. I didn't dock off for swearing, cause you didn't know. All right, all right. Uh... It doesn't do
1: swearing. Uh... Hmm. Why are cats worshipped?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, unfortunately. Google does not give a shit about whether or not cats are worshipped. Um, you're down-
1: you do know in ancient Egypt cats were a favorite secret. Yeah.
0: I'm just saying.
1: There's a reason behind that. Uh, why are cats... Purple. Purple. Uh, why are, I don't know, hunters?
0: Why are cats hunters? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Blake, I'm a level with you. Mm-hmm. You would have never, and I mean it, never gotten number one. What is it? Why are cats scared of cucumbers? Fucking Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that video too. Wait, what?
1: There's a ah oh, there's a very popular YouTube video about a cat that is scared to death of this cucumber. Ah,
0: oh. oh, I'm gonna need a replay of that swear you just did. <laughs> okay, uh, number two was why are cats so cute? Why are cats better than dogs? Why are cats scared of water? And why are cats so weird?
1: Uh, all of those seem so obvious in hindsight. Uh,
0: give me. I want to do names again. I like your names. Names. Joe. Uh, I keep getting. I'm like, no, I don't think Joe Henry, the local hero, is gonna be on there. Um, DiMaggio.
1: Uh, hold on, let me look up how to correct Joe <laughs> oh, DiMaggio. Let me how
0: to spell Joe DiMaggio. Uh,
1: was really? It because, yeah, was it because Mrs. Robinson was said earlier? And he's a very <laughs> famous baseball player. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Hmm. He does not come up in the top ten. A Bit of an old reference, I guess. Yeah.
0: Joe. Joe. I've got a lot of Joey's, but I don't have just Joe Satriani.
1: Why are you giving me all these Italian-ass names?
0: S-A-T-R-I-A-N-I.
1: Nope, no Joe Satriani. Son of
0: a bitch! Uh, Joe... Ah. Uh... I want to do something involving uh, Samoa Joe, so I want to say either Joe Balor or Joe Samoa.
1: Which one would you rather do?
0: Joe Samoa. No. Damn it! What have I got?
1: Uh, I, I would have guessed, or uh, one of my guesses was number two.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, the top one, Joe Perry. Yep. Uh, the second one, Ashy. Joe Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, Joe Pesci isn't on this list.
0: What the? I'm hell? surprised.
1: Uh, the third one is Joe Louis Arena.
0: Okay, I wouldn't uh, have got
1: that. Yeah, the Joe Joe Buden.
0: Joe Buden.
1: Buden. Joe Jonas. Damn it! <laughs> uh, Joe Dumars, Joe Walsh, yeah. Joe Biden, Joe Jackson, and Joe Lewis.
0: All right. Time for round three, which I believe, by the sound of my stopwatch, is going to be the final round. All right, big man. Culture, people, names, questions, what do you want, my brother? Uh, Culture. Blake, you're going to win this. And I'm going to let you know you're going to win this because your autocomplete is. Ketchup is. Awesome. Unfortunately, Google does not share your view that Aww. ketchup is awesome.
1: Disgusting.
0: Unfortunately, like apparently Google is very in between.
1: Uh, ketchup is
0: bad? Yes, ketchup is bad for 5000 points. Ketchup is a
1: very polarizing subject on the internet.
0: <laughs> Says the man who once cried because they were out of ketchup.
1: Look, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I was very emotional that day. <laughs> that was
0: still the best day. Still <laughs> started it's okay. I had the same day once when uh, a jar of Parmesan cheese was bad.
1: Oh. Uh-huh. Um,
0: You're on your last gas.
1: Is ketchup a. Oh, oh, I saw a Reddit thread on this. Okay. Is ketchup a vegetable?
0: No, it's not is ketchup, it's ketchup is.
1: Ketchup is a
0: vegetable. A vegetable. Oh, I knew you had it in the bag. Number one answer on the board, ketchup is a vegetable for 10,000 points.
1: People, people got really mad about that because you remember when the government said that pizza was a vegetable?
0: <laughs> oh, the greatest day of my life! You mean?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had to get my uh, six daily servings of pizza in.
0: All right, uh, you got more guesses now. Oh, I do. You have one. Yeah, it's not. Oh. To, it's 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 feud rules. Three X's and you're out.
1: Oh yeah. Ketchup is tomatoes.
0: Ketchup. Is- Flax is string. (laughs) Okay, uh, you have ketchup as a vegetable, which you got. Mm -hmm. Someone just put ketchup is A. (laughs) That is number two on the list is ketchup is A. Ketchup is A. Ketchup is my trigger. What? Ketchup is a smoothie. Ketchup is a vegetable book. Ketchup is bad. Ketchup is Google Feud. Ketchup is Google Feud. Because, unfortunately, a lot of assholes start Googling Ketchup is to see what Google re- compla- or replaces it with. And so now you end up having, like, Ketchup is
1: Google Feud. I'm surprised that, the, well, over 158 500, 158,594,616 games of Google Feud played. Yeah. So I guess. Well, you... You know what? My mind has been blown because Ketchup is a smoothie. <laughs> I know, right? I am so amazed that I never thought of it that way.
0: Well, my brother, you have finished with twenty-two thousand, and I believe I currently have zero.
1: Buddy, hit me with that culture. People name the <laughs> <a> question.
0: <laughs> Screw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the well names.
1: Okay, here's a good name, Jason. Born. Ooh, yes. Bada-boom! Number one,
0: 10,000. Yes! Uh, uh... Jason... I keep getting Muse. I'm gonna go Jason Muse. Dude, that's M-E-W-S, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Alright, Jason Muse. Now...
0: Damn it! Jason, Jason, Jason. Jason Derulo!
1: Jason Jason Derulo? Yes. D-E-R-U-L-O. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't noticed by now, I can't spell. That's
0: my favorite part of all of this, is just hearing you quietly like, D-E-R-U-L-O.
1: And Jason Derulo, number three, 8,000.
0: Yes! Jason. Oh, dude, I'm only 4,000 away you're from only tying 8, 4, you now. 000. If you get two, four, or five, or six, or seven, you're, I- uh, you're killed. You're killed in one round thanks to the power of Jason it's not Jason Jordan. Jason uh, I know the Red Power Ranger was Jason. Uh no <laughs> Jason Red Power Ranger. Jason Alexander Nope. Damn it! Oh now it's it is now ride or die.
1: 100%. One hundred percent.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm now, like, looking at movies on my shelf and being like, was anyone named Jason in that?
1: I can think of one Jason that you might guess that would probably be on the list, I it's think.
0: Probably number two. Oh, dude, this sucks. This sucks so much. Is your Jason fictional? I can't. I'm not telling you. Fine, asshole. <laughs> uh,
1: maybe was. Jason
0: Friday the Thirteenth. It's a long answer. I don't give a shit. Uh,
1: thirteen th or thirteenth. One three
0: th. Nope. Damn it!
1: I oh. was the
0: comeback of the century, dog.
1: Ah, uh, my guess was Jason Statham, and he would have netted you 4,000 points. Exactly? To tie, yeah. Wow. To tie us.
0: That is a good one.
1: Uh, so it was Jason Bourne, which you guessed. Mm-hmm. The second one was Jason M- Momoa.
0: Who the hell? Let's take a look. Let's find out who just... Oh. Keep reading them out. I'm going to find out who this Jason Momoa
1: fellow is. Uh, Jason Derulo, which you guessed. Jason Carr. Jason Bateman. Jason. Oh,
0: I even looked at a movie that has Jason Bateman in it.
1: Oh, uh, Jason Aldine. And all of those would have gotten you the win over me. Because Jason Statham, Jason Bourne movies, Jason Day, and Jason Segel would not.
0: So Jason, Mom- or uh, yeah, Jason Momoa is called uh, Drago.
1: Oh, that handsome a- up. And
0: he is also uh, Aquaman, and he is also fake Roman Reigns.
1: Oh my God, he is. Wait, is is he gonna be like the cool Aquaman that cuts his hand off in the Justice League animated series? Uh, that was uh, the best Aquaman.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I've not seen a full picture of this Aquaman.
1: Okay, I see one in the news, and it looks like his arm is bandaged up. God damn, he looks like. He looks like if Roman Reigns' lips didn't jut out in that weird way that make him look like he's constantly pouting.
0: Yeah, he looks like a cool Roman Reigns. <laughs> yes. Uh.
1: Well, he just looks like he's just got an IV. I don't know.
0: Well, since we have not reached a point in this podcast yet to where we can have a Nice transition between everything. I'd just like to remind our listeners once again that if they enjoy all this bullshit we keep spouting, they can go over to Patreon.com/slash a load of BS. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you you finding you something there, buddy?
1: What? It's okay. I was just shutting the door.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, you can head on over to a load of BS on Patreon.com. You'll find where. Mm-hmm. I- them BS boys are creating creating good old American podcasts for you, the listeners, and if you want to become a Patreon, you know, just one dollar a month, one cent, fifty cents, gets you everything you could ever want and more.
1: Wiggity whatever. Um so and also, if you listen to these advertisements, we don't have to do real advertisements.
0: Yeah. We don't wanna we don't wanna have to have like Uh, audible.com slash BS because then we'll have to pretend we read and pretend we listen to audiobooks every week. And we don't want to do that. Yeah, all we want to be sponsored by are you beautiful people out there.
1: However, I would love to be sponsored by Dollar Shave Club if anyone can help with that.
0: Dollar Shave Club, bring us some money. But, Uh, you know, we want to be sponsored by the people we care about and the people we actually like what they put out and that's you guys. All of you out there who listen to this content, and who enjoy what we put the hell out. That being said, Blake Tanner, it is time for the Fan Fiction Corner.
1: Oh, my brother. Uh,
0: The internet is a beautiful, terrifying place, and good things come out of it every day. However, with the good must come the bad, and in that vein, I bring to you... Wrestlemania 1962 by Cotton Eye
1: Joe. I'm sorry, what?
0: Wrestlemania 1962 by Cotton Eye
1: Joe. Uh, In case you haven't gotten it already, this is the segment of this show where we find some terrible fan fiction online, and we just read it because it's wonderful.
0: Chapter 1. John, firstly, the chapters are very short in this, so, uh, Blake, after each chapter, I will leave it to you to provide a brief summary and explain if we want to keep going. Okay,
1: you, you have made sure we're actually recording, right? Oh,
0: God. No, we are. Okay, good. Chapter one. John F. Kennedy was sitting in his office. I thought you were gonna say John F. Cena no, John F. Kennedy, was sitting in his office. It was a torrential downpour outside and almost midnight. The rain was falling fast and hard, and John heard something. Something that did not want to be heard. He whipped out his pistol, the one with the word Betsy inscribed on the side, and took one shot at his seven o'clock. He turned to see a hooded man clad in black, with a large and quite recent bullet hole in the middle of his forehead. John knew he was already successful, but he took another shot to be sure. With another bang, the opponent's, the opponent, weird ass, heart and trachea ruptured. All three, Kennedy thought, he didn't cast inca- incapacitated. And that man,
1: man's name, John F. Kennedy. <laughs> JFK shot
0: JFK. <laughs> he incapacitated all three organins organs required to make sure
1: <laughs> organins.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Required to make sure a wizard is dead. A wizard. Oh, what? A wizard. Let me, let me remind you, this is entitled WrestleMania 1962. <laughs> oh God as blood flowed over a badge denoting a special division of the Ministry of Magic the body collapsed onto the floor being president of the united states of <laughs> being president of the united states was hard but jfk was harder <laughs> <laughs> john giggled at, giggled to himself at this since it sounded like a joke about erections I guess that means JFK can hear what the narrator is saying. I don't know. The CIA officers, having been observing via CCTV, proceeded in once they were sure the wizard sent to kill Kennedy was dead and cleaned up the mess. Shouldn't they they have went in beforehand? That's what I was going to say.
1: Did they just leave the wizard killing to the president of the goddamn United States?
0: The wizards will die soon enough, Kennedy thought. The wizards will die soon enough. Soon they'll all be dead. That's all of chapter one. That is all of chapter one. What? So John
1: F. Kennedy just pops a motherfucker in his (laughs) office.
0: No, it's a wizard.
1: Who's a wizard. That's why it's not illegal. Where's WrestleMania? (laughs) I thought it was going to be like, oh, it's the Undertaker, and he gets the fuck back up. No, it's your message, cool play.
0: F- Clearly, what's, do you, would you... Uh, I, I see you have a lot of questions. Would you like to move on? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Proceed. Chapter 2. The Dark Lord Voldemort um, was sitting in his office. Great, he thought. Another assassin dead. His assistant, Susan, with a Z.
1: When did Voldemort become Skeletor? (laughs) Uh, Uh,
0: (laughs) I lost another
1: assassin.
0: My favorite is the fact that you hear me say Susan with a Z as if it's me. No, the author made sure to put in Susan with a Z, even though the reader can clearly see the way her name is spelled. She dropped the latest pile of paper on his desk and walked around to stand next to where he was sitting. More trouble, she inquired. Yes, big time, said Voldemort. (laughs) Can you believe it, Susan? This John F. Kennedy dude. (laughs) Oh, this next line is brilliant. This John F. Kennedy dude just president of the United States is himself and decides, oh, our well, wizards must be bad. So I'm he- sorry, what?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm just going to president the United States this thing into oblivion.
0: He must president of the United States as himself. So he decides to kill every last one of us. Who the hell does that? Well, you're
1: fucking Voldemort.
0: Well, said Susan, who did not understand rhetorical questions, we had some problems a couple years back with that K-pop clan, or whatever they're called. <laughs> the K-pop clan, which was led by wizards. I'd never mind that, said Voldemort, who after those events had a crippling fear of racists. Blake, I'm going to level with you. I honestly started this as if it was going to be bad, but this might be the most brilliant thing I've ever read. In fact, this <laughs> this is basically how I wrote my book. What's po- What's important is what's going on now. Voldemort stared into Susan's eyes dramatically, hoping yet again for her to realize that he was mimicking a love trope. Susan smiled with her eyes almost pointing in different directions and said, Okay, and walked out of the room, trying to figure out what exactly was going on now, since no one except for Voldemort ever seemed interested in her enough to tell her things.
1: Oh, ho, ho, dear readers.
0: Voldemort got frustrated easily around Susan. He was indeed totally yandere for her, but she simply didn't notice. Totally yandere. (laughs) She never seemed to notice much, but Voldemort couldn't focus on that now. Hmm. He had work with which to proceed. At the end of chapter two of a fanfiction that, let me remind you, (laughs) is called WrestleMania 1962. Let uh, I I hate Susan. (laughs) Why don't you give Voldemort what he wants, what he loves?
1: Susan, why don't you just stop being a dumb bitch?
0: Fall in love. Please. I am a very big fan of the way that this was written. Like I, I guess I didn't pay attention enough to it last time, but I'm actually very much enjoying this.
1: There are some classics in this. Do we want
0: to go to chapter three?
1: <laughs> I, I would just like to go ahead and say, like, they can't have been serious, right? Like they knew that they were writing. The most ridiculous thing.
0: Um, wait till chapter three. Oh dear. You ready? Yep. Uh, let's let it load up. Chapter three. Johanna Cena. I'm,
1: I'm I'm sorry, (laughs) could you,
0: could you, could you start over? (laughs) Chapter three. Johanna Cena, who was definitely not a female version of John Cena. ...was nervous. It was her first time at a prom, and here at the Yuri and Yao prom, and her date... Oh, what? <laughs> Look. What is going on? And her date, a robot, 1.3 times her height and 8 times her weight, was kind of standing out. Johanna may have been extremely muscular among other <clears throat> attractive bodily attributes, but she was quite shy... ''Are you okay?'' said Robotu-sama. (laughs) ''Oh, I'm just a little bit nervous. I've never done this before,'' mentioned Johanna, blushing. ''I don't think anyone even knows I like you yet.'' ''Well, that's bunk and you know it, don't worry,'' replied Robotu. ''Yes, but what will they think of us?'' Johanna asked. ''Johanna, I'm being literal.'' This is a school specifically for Yuri and Yui, you know, gays and lesbians. We're literally expected to behave this way. I don't know, Blake. I just don't know anymore. Scotty, I'm so lost. Well... At least
1: there's a wrestling reference.
0: Well, see, what happened was JFK was sitting in his office, a vampire or a uh, wizard walked in, JFK shot it three times... And the uh, bodily organs required to keep a wizard alive. The wizard died. Then uh, Voldemort fell in love with his assistant, and now John Cena is in a female form, except it's definitely not a female John Cena, and they, he's going to prom with a robot. This is 1962, mind you. Blake, let me finish this art before you impress your capitalist ideals on it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but it's all so new to me, Johanna persisted. How do I date a girl like you, Robatu? What do I do? There are, of course, many options, stated Robatu, but I suggest you follow your heart. Is this like
1: Fisto from Fallout? Yes. Assume the position.
0: (laughs) Oh, Robatu, blushed Sina. It's like you always know what to say, senpai. I love you. And with a single step, she picked up the 1,200-pound two, robot as if she were her bride, and she strode into the prom room, cl- cradling her girlfriend in her arms. It was then naturally... <laughs> damn it. This damn fan fiction. <laughs> It was then, naturally, that she and Robatu noticed the massive octopus in the middle of the ballroom. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, jo- oh, no, don't. Johanna, Sina, and Robatu-sama looked at each other in surprise. Oh, hey, look at that, excla- exclaimed Robatu. A gigantic octopus! Not only is it evidence of the existence of mythical creatures, a science-changing discovery, but it also suggests something ecky might happen. There's a lot of Japanese phrases in this that I don't know, but I still love this more than anything else in the world. I don't even know
1: half of these
0: things. Well, Roma... What? Well, Roboto, as much as I want that to happen to me, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to defeat this thing, remarked Sina. Is it okay... Yeah, no. Is it okay if I throw you? Sure. Okay, said Johanna suspensefully. Here we go! And as she said this, she swung Robatu around and threw her at the unlikely cephalopod. Robatu landed directly on its face, disorientating it long enough for Johanna to make her big move. She leapt fifty feet forward and punched the octopus. Causing it to burst in a violent explosion of, uh, whatever Japanese people call that octopus meat. Hold on, I gotta check my notes, uh, okay, I'll check. This is all written, by the way, this is not being, me being an asshole. Hold on, gotta check my notes, um, okay, I'll check Wikipedia. Uh, okay, I can't find anything on Wikipedia. Okay, hold on, I'll use Google Translate. Taco! They say an oco- octopus is a Taco! Really, taco? Who made that up? Anyways, that's what it burst into. I love this. I this, love this. What was this. this octopus doing that was antagonizing? It was there. This, this octopus was just sitting there, <laughs> enjoying the prom. It was just there. Chilling. That was that was it. Hold on, I'm gonna look up Eki. Oh. Definitely means sexy or dirty because there are tentacles, and so the robot was like, "There's gonna be some anti porn going on." And then, Johanna Cena, who was not female John Cena, was like, "I want to engage in that." Um, anyways, watching okay, uh, okay. finish the chapter. Just we've only got chapter. about a few sentences left. Watching the security camera feed, Voldemort was quite satisfied with both of their performances soon he could create a magical organization with which he could save the wizards he could name them after the mythical magical girl superhero team from long ago he would call them the sca- the sailor scouts oh my god that is what? chapter 3 of a 17 part series And it's my favorite thing on this planet now. (laughs) Are you broken? Are you hashtag broken at this point?
1: I don't know what to do with my life, but Johanna
0: Cena will be deleted. Man, I don't know what's going on, but I... I... (laughs) I guess I'll leave it up to the viewers, but or listeners, but I really want this to be a weekly segment until we get to the big finale. Because, oh my god, this was beautiful.
1: Honestly, I want to see where this goes, because I am so confused.
0: I'm enthralled. I, I think all he's been doing is introducing the characters, getting us acclimated to the world we're in. He is following the specific guidelines laid out. To make a proper, beautiful story. From what I understand,
1: this is a very accepting culture for 1962.
0: (laughs) Oh, by the way, the full title is actually WrestleMania 1962, Voldemort, John Cena, John F. Kennedy, and more. I just didn't want to read it all because I did not want to spoil your surprise.
1: Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, Uh, we, We have not gotten to the WrestleMania part yet. It's, and I'm assuming that JFK is the heel in all this.
0: Yeah, apparently John F. Kennedy is the bad guy, Voldemort is the good guy, and John Cena, Johanna Cena, is just kind of there.
1: Well, if we know anything about any version of John Cena, I think we know how this is
0: all going to end. Uh, yeah, they'll break free from a spell at two.
1: And uh, the robot's gonna get pushed off the stage by JFK.
0: Oh, that's gonna suck. <laughs> that robot's clearly gonna die, dude.
1: Yep. Oh.
0: I honestly feel bad because like this, this fanfiction is written very similarly to how I write. <laughs> I don't give a shit, and I just need to reaffirm to you, I didn't write this. This beautiful <laughs> man known as Cotton Eye Joe wrote this. And if it's- it hadn't
1: been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago.
0: Uh so Blake, what did we learn today?
1: I'm not doing a what did we learn segment, Scotty.
0: What did we learn today? What did we learn?
1: I learned How that ketchup. Did you learn? I learned that ketchup is in fact a smoothie. And it can be your daily recommended dosage of goodness.
0: And I learned that John F. Kennedy was in the wrong all along.
1: So are you saying that John F. Kennedy deserved it?
0: He deserved it. Oh my god, what if it ends with John F. Kennedy's assassination being at the hand of Joanna Cena? Oh no. I really hope I didn't predict it, because I do write very similar to this. And if you, any of our listeners would like to read some of my uh, douchebaggy, stupid novelizations of stuff... Just go to Amazon and search up Queezle Corp. That is Q U E Z A L C O R P. It is a tale of dicks and douchebags. Give it a listen. Go over to our Patreon at patreon.com/slash a load of BS. I really hope that's actually what our Patreon is called, by the way. Because, like, if I've been announcing it as the wrong thing, yeah, it's a load of BS. Okay, uh, good, go good. over to a load of patreon.com slash a loaded bs become a patron come hang out with us we got special stuff you'll get just for becoming a patron and you can find me on twitter at scottimo s-c-o-t-t-y-e-m-o blake that is all the plugs i got why don't you plug something in our viewers uh well scotty if you want to relive
1: the tragic assassination of uh jfk every damn day are you kidding me <laughs> You can download uh, JFK Reloaded and help the Warren Commission figure out exactly how Lee Harvey Oswald could have shot the president to make those bullet holes happen.
0: We are not sponsored by JFK Reloaded. However, I
1: don't think anyone's sponsored by JFK Reloaded. Or you could look it up on our YouTube channel, The Dark Room Video. That's my YouTube channel with a few other guys who are doing awesome stuff.
0: Including Josh, that asshole including
1: Josh, that asshole. Gotta love him. Um, and uh, search up JFK Reloaded the the Darkroom Vidya, and you, you'll understand it. It's yeah. a great game. Terrible, but great.
0: That's right, and they can find you on Twitter at Blake A. Tanner, or
1: at Darkroom Vidya. V-I-D-Y-A. Well, it's been a
0: podcast, Blake. It's been great. It's been a podcast, my friend. And we'll see all of you next Sunday on a load of pure BS. It's so late. So if you've ever wondered what it's like to be classy as hell, it's taking a handful of strawberries and pouring them in a uh, pint glass with Mike's Hard Lemonade in it.
1: I don't believe you. Uh... that sounds like something my white trash uncle would do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's classy only because of the fact that I'm not drinking it straight from the bottle. Oh, uh,
1: which is it's preferable to not drink it from the bottle. I agree.
0: Yeah. Okay, so a there's berries. Has... so it's like intelligent.
1: Yeah, it's like champagne now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Except it's Mike. Terrible description.